This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. Hello, welcome to Real Answers, and this is Dr. Kate Siner, and what we're going to be talking about today and also for uh, this month, various different takes on life purpose and how you can be more connected, more aligned with the things that you love to do. And um, one of the things that I think is a really important thing about life purpose is uh, is that we get caught up, and I've talked a little bit before about getting caught up in the myths associated with it and the things that life purpose actually maybe isn't that we've come to believe that it is. And one of the specific uh, things that um, people associate with a life purpose is that it's one thing that we're going to come to a conclusion. We're going to find a thing. We're going to find a definite point. And then that is going to be our, our life purpose. And for some people, that's true. But for a lot of people, that's not true. And uh, that doesn't stop them from knowing and then also being able to powerfully live their life purpose in the world. So if you're one of those people that, you know, wants to see if you can either step it up a little bit, get a little bit more on point um, with what is most important to you, or you would like to be able to um, kind of... Uh, see how you might be able to step into your life purpose in a more complete way, you know, then uh, this this show will be for you. It will, you know, help you get more acquainted with uh, your own life purpose and, and what it is that might be helping or um, uh, hindering that. And so last week, just to, to overlap a little bit here, last week I was talking a bit about the unburdened soul, the, the, the free, our, our free ability to live from the core of ourself. And, you know, all the things that come along in life that cover that up, whether they're past life experiences or current circumstances, ways that we think that things need to be. And one of the consequences of this can be that we uh, lose sight of what it is that truly makes us happy. And in losing sight of what truly makes us happy, it can look like a couple different things, right? It can look like um, we're doing something that we used to love and we don't love it as much anymore, um, we're starting to think, oh gosh, maybe this isn't really for me. Maybe I went down the wrong path. Um, or we've been doing something for a long time that we've been able to tolerate and now realize, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, this really isn't for me. Where, where am I going 
from from here. Um, and and it, it takes up such a large amount of our life when we're not happy in our career, whether we're successful at it or not. When we're not happy in it, uh, you know, it's at least you know forty hours of of our week and quite often it's more with all the considerations that go into supporting it and and so this uh you know this huge amount of time and focus in is if it's going in a direction that doesn't serve us doesn't feed us then we uh, you know, we suffer across other areas of our life. And I was just talking um, to a client the other day about, you know, when we realize that we have this type of dissatisfaction, you know, whether you can say you wake up one day with it or, you know, it sneaks up on you slowly, but you, you kind of come to this realization, oh, wait a second, I'm not sure, like I'm not happy. I'm not feeling fulfilled. I don't feel like I'm living to my potential. And one of the things that I suggested, you know, to this particular client and that I often do across the board is that you think less about the outcome, right? You know, we're not, we're not saying that you're going to change what it is that you're doing, um, in the world for your, for your work. And we're also not saying that um, it won't change, but that finding your life purpose, even though it will ultimately have an influence in that in that realm of your life, in the work realm of your life, it's deeper than that. It's more central to that. Some people live their life purpose out and it doesn't matter what their job is. They're still living their life purpose. They could have multiple different jobs and still love, live their life purpose. And other people, that's not true. They are more likely to have, you know, one or, or of a handful of different jobs that really, you know, demonstrates their life purpose. It's just how it shows up for us. Um, and, uh, that it's by, by knowing how it shows up to, for us, it also helps us know how to step into it in a more effective way. So that's my suggestion. If you're feeling this sense of dissatisfaction, if you're feeling not so fulfilled, if you're feeling like, ah, uh, maybe there's something I need to be getting, you know, as far as, as my, my life purpose goes, then, um, I suggest that you put down either changing your job or not changing your job or going back to school or studying something new or getting a new certification, all of these things that we might be inclined to do right off the bat and allow yourself to go a little bit deeper. And when you go a little bit deeper and you start doing the work to uncover that, you know, true expression of yourself, that expression of your core, then there are ways that that can specifically be applied to your life purpose. And by going all the way back to that point, your results are much more comprehensive. They have more staying power. It's less likely that you're going to jump 
and then say, oh, wait a second here, maybe I didn't think that through or maybe that's not really the right thing for me. So when you're looking at, you know, this sense of not feeling fulfilled, right? One of the areas of of our life that we can look to is something like life purpose, right? And if we want to define life purpose or how I'm going to define life purpose for the for the um for the show is that it is that um unfettered expression of who you are in the world. Um, in, in a way where I, ideally it's met by the world, right? So it's, it's kind of like your way of expressing the core of who you are and having it be in constructive dialogue with the world around you. And, um, and so that can be, uh, that, that brings up a number of different challenges for people. Um, and it, because a lot of times we've been taught so many different ways to be in our life, to be practical, to be, um, uh, to be smart about the way that we're approaching things. And we've been given so many less skills about how to really tap into ourselves, connect to ourselves, and bring that out, bring that forward. So we have to learn them. And um, another part about life purpose that kind of tricks trips people up sometimes is they really feel like they, they should know it. That, you know, people who are familiar with that term, people who are looking at themselves and their personal development, there's a sense that, you know, this is something that I should know about myself. I should have this sense of purpose. And because I don't have it, maybe something's broken or maybe there's something wrong with me. And... um and I really think that that happens more often because of the way people have come to define their life purpose than it comes from, uh, people like truly not knowing, you know? Um, and, and if, if we don't know, there are some, some good solid steps that we can take to start to move in that direction, which is, Part of what I'm going to talk about today, what are these good solid steps that you can take without having to, you know, know anything about, um, you know, your life purpose. You can, you can set off and get a lot closer to understanding what it is. So I have said in the past that, you know, your life purpose is not your career, right? That it's bigger than that. You know, it's not just what you do for work, like, oh, you know, my life purpose will be to um, be a um, a farmer. And and then that that's that. Um, once again, it can be that for people. Some people it is. It's that clear. Um, but there's nothing wrong if it's not that clear. 
Um, and wonderful, wonderful things can come. You know, there's pros and cons of both being clear and not clear with regard to your life purpose. I mean, as in having it very uh, clearly defined, concretely defined. Um, and one of the things that people often wind up um, getting getting tripped up on when it comes to their life purpose, aside from, you know, thinking that it's, you know, okay, I'm going to find this specific thing and I'm going to be able to uh, to move forward with it. Is this kind of what I was saying is this concept that, uh, you know, our, our life purpose equals our career. And, you know, I, I've, I want to reiterate that before I move forward and just reiterate it and say, you know, your life purpose is about truly expressing from the core of who you are. And it, it's, it's something that is almost compelled to be expressed because of who you are. And because of that, it gives you a, a, a sense of significance and a sense of meaning. Um, and so when we have that, and sometimes I do have to say it also shifts throughout a, a lifetime. Um, people can have kind of a purpose for a period of their life. But as it, you know, as you are able to both express this in the world and, you know, have that conscious awareness of how it feels to express that in the world. It starts to, you know, other things in your life start to line up with it. Other things in your life start to shift so that you can, um, you they support your life purpose. Or if you don't believe that way, you could see it as um, they... You know, we start to see what is happening around us as being able to be utilized, um, in a different way, in a, in a more meaningful way. Because it's in line with something that we find really important. So, to, in this in this weekend that I have, I actually have a, a life work community workshop coming up on um, on Saturday this week, and and in that in that training, we're going to be exploring the concept. And I, I took this term from uh, Buddhism of right livelihood. Um, and that is is slightly different in that it's aligning yourself. You know, in not in on multiple different levels in your work in a way that is really, you know, right for you and of service to the world. And so I'm going to be talking about that concept, you know, of right livelihood um, later, later this month. 
So you can tune in for that sometime, uh, sometime later this month. But for now, we're going to build on this overarching kind of concept of, of life purpose. And the number one thing, and, and you'll hear me say it every single time, that I talk about living from your core. I talk about, um, you know, uh, being, you know, living your life purpose, whatever. <laughs> it never ends that the one of the most important things that you can do for yourself across the board is to do more of what you love. And it's so simple. And it's so important. That for us to feel happy, right, to love our lives, to have a sense of meaning, all of those things, one of the most important ingredients is to deliberately and consciously choose things that make us happy, that give us that sense of satisfaction, Um, and that's not to say that, you know, that comes without, you know, the being responsible or doing some of the more challenging things that come our way, uh, during life. Uh, it's a both rather than either or, as it is most of the time. And it is, it is just such an easily overlooked part of life. And um, when we look at sort of some of the epidemics that we have going on right now, um, especially in the United States, um, around whether it's, um, you know, depression statistics or um, various different, um, you know, horrible things that are happening around us, uh, one of the factors in there is uh, just not having enough of, you know, the things that we really enjoy, not being able to, um, not knowing how to um, choose things that give us that really good, healthy feeling um, of, of pleasure. Um, we're very work-centric. Um, and not to say that work can't be very pleasurable. But so I want to say that as a number one first thing. If you don't do it, if every day when you sit down to dinner or put your head on your pillow or whatever, you can't say to yourself, here's one thing that I did that was truly enjoyable for me, that brought me a lot of pleasure, that was different than another day, then you can start there just by doing that. It's life-changing. And we're going to go here to um, a quick commercial break. 
And then um, after we come back, I'm going to talk about um, a couple steps that you can um, add into your life, things that you can add into your life on a daily basis so that you can uh, more powerfully start to live your life purpose regardless of where it is that you are, um, whether you're just starting out trying to figure things out or whether you're old hat and you feel like you've got a handle on it. Um, these will be things that you can add in that will strengthen your overall process. So I will be back in just a couple minutes um, with uh, some of those steps that you can take. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesiner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. We've been talking about life purpose. And right before the break, I was talking a little bit about what life purpose is and what it isn't and, you know, the key way that you can make sure that you're more on track with your life purpose, which is doing more of what you love. Um, and now I'd like to get into some step-by-steps for you of things that you can do to be able to live in that uh, you know, live your life purpose more completely. So the first one is kind of called, you know, finding and living from what I'm calling your power spot. Right? You could call it a bunch of different things. But we all have these ways of being when we are in our our excellence. When we are um, really doing something that we love or excelling at something that we're good at, there's a way that we are, um, you know, and, it, you know, there's so many different ways to describe it. But an example from a client just recently is I had her switch and like think about a time when she was, and she was a practitioner. So think about a time when she was working with another, um, with a, with a client. And, and then, you know, where was she most aware of that she was kind of, um, conscious? Where was she most conscious inside of herself when working with that client? You know, and, and she's a very empathetic person. And so she felt it in her, her chest. And, and so what, what we did is we kind of took that, that way that kind of she is when she feels expanded, when her heart's open, when she's doing her work. Um, you know, and, and we took that and we kind of anchored that in. I made a, um, a slight adjustment to it to make it a little bit more powerful for her. Um, the slight adjustment was sort of like bringing it down and, and bringing it into sort of a, like a connection um, with her, her core. 
But by doing that, she was able to feel, like step into and feel what it's like for her to be in one of her most powerful places. We don't necessarily have one. Now, the advantage of this is that um, when we know this part, this way that we can be and we practice being in that or we enjoy being in that in different parts of our life, we gain so much. Now, I'll talk about a flip side really quickly. If you only stay in your power spot, there's a way that that becomes blinders, right? And you don't expand who you are and you don't maybe learn that there are other ways for you to be that are powerful. Um, and uh, an example of this could be someone who has incredible analytical ability um, but maybe stays only in that analytical ability and that stops them from having an interpersonal ability, for example. So when you find this way of being and what I, I have people do is step into like when you've been at your best. Imagine when you've been at your best. And then feel what that's like in your body. How do you feel? How would you describe it? What kind of sensations go with it? Right? This is once again, this is how we make these more kind of energetic concepts real because they all are. We feel them inside of ourselves. Right? Maybe we see them. Maybe we smell them. You know, so what, what is it that, um, you know, how do we get connected to that? So once we get into that, you know, okay, this is where I felt really good. Now, so somebody might say, well, I'm not really that great at anything or I haven't really found some work that I can do exceptionally well or whatever. And I would just say, go to a time when you were really happy. What were you doing? You know, what was it about that? And the most mundane tasks and things that, you know, we might discard and say that couldn't possibly be informative about my life purpose can be. And especially when we apply them this way. So if you, you know, feel the happiest when you're, you know, taking a walk in the woods with your dog, then wonderful. Start to tap into those feelings and what that's like. And then start to say, where else could I bring that? What would it be like if I brought, you know, that to the dinner table? What would it be like if I brought that, you know, to, you know, a moment where I'm driving down the road? You know, there's no, there's no times where we can't practice it as long as we have the consciousness to be able to bring that in and to do it deliberately. So, the more that we can do this, the more that we bring it into our day-to-day lives, the more we start to see opportunities, the opportunities that the ways that we could be that on a regular basis or the power of being that in a certain circumstance or sometimes the inappropriateness of being that in certain circumstances. Sometimes, you know, uh, we can have a really a, like a very powerful way of being, but it's not right in every circumstance. But as we start to see those opportunities and explore those opportunities from that place, we gain a huge amount of insight. 
And that helps us both live our life purpose and understand it. So another part of living, you know, your life purpose is cutting out what's not on point for you. Right? So cutting out what's not on point for you means uh, starting to see the things in your life that stop you from functioning optimally. And this is especially important. It's always important, but it's especially important if you've been working, you know, and you're living your life purpose and you're trying to step into it even more. Because those things at the, when you're at the point of, of doing it, you know, you move into refinement. And in that refinement, it's important to, um, it's important to let go of what's holding you back. And they, this can be large or small. But the more you can become aware of the things that stop you from being in your brilliance. And the, the more, uh, I want to say ruthless, um, committed you are about cutting them out, uh, the more energy that's freed up for you to express yourself who you are. So it's very important as we, um, as we start to live our life purpose, you know, even sometimes more so than right at the beginning as we're trying to get out of the gates, it's like it can be a little bit rough and figure things out and we just, you know, keep kind of trying to come from that deeper place inside. And then as that starts to grow and be out in the world more than it, then it's just like it requires a different thing. It's like the, you know, the seeds have already been planted. It's time to make sure that you are doing enough weeding so that those, those, um, seeds have an opportunity to grow. Yeah. So it can be to find as, you know, look at, go through your life and make a list of anything that stops you from standing or being in that more uh, powerful place. And if it pops into your head very quickly upon asking that question, chances are there's something about that that, you know, either needs to be changed or or removed. Be careful when it comes to putting people on that list. Um, while it is true that sometimes people are, um, you know, uh, like negative in our life or, you know, it's like the relationship combination is not so awesome. Uh, while that is true, it's also really important, uh, to not blame our circumstances on other people. 
and it's helpful to look at other people and what they're bringing as um, in information that will help us on our path, even if it's telling us what not to do or, you know, who we maybe don't want to spend time with and take that personal responsibility moving forward. Um, so uh, you make a list of anything that kind of stops you from standing in your power. It, um, it's, or stops you from being able to see how to live your best life. And, and then you look at those things on that list and you start to take action on them, action on removing them, action on changing them, action on restructuring your relationship so that it's no longer problematic. And maybe even it's in supportive. So if you do those things, just even these first two, where you have, you know, you bring yourself into that powerful place where, you know, you shine, where you're in your excellence. And where you begin to remove the things that are blocking you or that are holding you back. They're, they're not helping you get more on point. They're taking you off. So when you, when you start to do that, those two things alone will give you a much more powerful sense of living your life purpose. And stepping into everything that you can be. I'd like to give you an opportunity here. If you are wanting some support around uh, life purpose. And your life purpose and developing it for yourself. Um, then I'll make a suggestion that you give a call in so that I can support you in that. So if you're having some kind of issue come up around your life purpose, then you can feel free to call in so that we can, we can see what we can do about that for you. So, one of the challenges that comes up, another one of the challenges that comes up when we are working on our life purpose is we think, and I kind of mentioned this before, we think that we have to change it all. Oh, I'm not happy with the way things are. You know, um, I need to change my job. I need to have a different position. I need to go back to school and do something completely different. And my suggestion for you first is to find out ways that you can kind of be at your best where you are now. Because there's something really wonderful that happens when you do that. When you start to stand in that, you know, kind of in your best place, when you start to understand what your strengths are and just even feel them and start to express them a little bit in your life, 
a couple of things will happen. Your circumstances might change and they might change so that they work for you and that you don't need to actually make a change. Also, they might quickly change uh, the other way, they might go away. They, they might, if you are staying in your center, um, if you're standing in the place where you're most powerful, it may just be that. You know, by doing that, the outside circumstances, you know, move away. It doesn't fit anymore. And then you don't have to construct your world so much through, you know, okay, I can't do this here and I have to go over here and all of that kind of stuff. But it is a little bit more like an unfolding. It's a little bit more organic. So before making any radical changes in your life, when you start to notice things, oh, maybe I could use a little, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a, a change in the way that my my life is running and how I'm able to, like, how much I'm able to really be in my power and really express, you know, this this essence of who I am. Um, if you find little ways to bring that into your your life as it is now, your work as it is now. Anywhere that you feel that it's lacking. And by doing so, um, you, uh, you will learn so much. So my suggestion is to push a little bit less on the changing things and, um, instead, Work on that connection and that expression of who you are and then observe without getting overly worked up. Observe what happens. Observe the type of changes that you see around you. And from there, you will be able to um, know whether that is truly a situation to leave or whether you're in resistance to learning something that you really would benefit from learning in order to be more in your life purpose. And I can say a little bit more about that um, after I come back from uh, this next commercial break. Um, so just a reminder, if you have some kind of issue up about your life purpose, uh, feel free to call in. I'd love to help you with that. And I'll be back in just a couple minutes. change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. 
all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Steiner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about your life purpose and ways that you can more powerfully live your life purpose. I was talking about finding and living from that powerful place within you and cutting out things that are don't serve you and finding out ways uh, to do what it is that you do best right where you are right now so that then you can learn what truly needs to shift and what does not need to shift. Um, I do have a life purpose series that is available on my website um, where you can get, it's about 20 two to three minute videos, each with an exercise on helping you develop your life purpose. And you can uh, kind of find out where to get those um, by emailing admin, admin at katesigner.com. Um, and we're happy to connect you with the link. We'll show you how to get access to those life um, purpose videos. So uh, there's a couple more things that I want to discuss uh, during this show. One is uh, to let go of stories. And, uh, and a companion to that, which is letting go of some baggage. So personal development is a, a important across the board and it's a definitely, uh, you know, important. Other types of personal development are important to help you develop, um, and be able to step into your life purpose. And one of the things that holds us back is that we hold these stories. And, uh, about how things can be, how they can't be, what works, what doesn't work, what constitutes a worthy life purpose, what does not constitute a worthy life purpose. And it, it's these stories that limit us. So, in, we have, kind of have this line, right? Because on one hand, our stories define us. And a little bit of definition isn't such a bad thing. And on another hand, they, um, uh, they confine us and they leave us from realizing new ways of being. So we live between two different worlds in that way. We live between one where we're seeking to grow and change and redefine who we are. And we are living, um, you know, in the world where we get to have the benefit of feeling like we know ourselves and we can be known by others, which means that we're living inside of our definitions. So we just want to work as productively as possible with them. Once again, it's, you know, a lot of times we set up these 
discrepancies between, uh, you know, being like, you know, either being defined or not being defined would be an example, right? Um, and we set up these kind of arguments and then we say, oh, no, it needs to be this way or it needs to, I'm not going to be defined. I, I need to be defined. And, uh, and that it doesn't, matter it is once again right tool for the right situation how do you best use that particular perspective way of being etc so that it really helps you and when it comes to our stories my suggestion is to have stories that support you feeling really good about yourself and feeling really like what you do has meaning and uh, significance. So, also when it comes to your stories, then um, you'll want to pay attention and see, okay, well, is there a story that it's time for me to let go of? Is there a way that I've come to think about myself that no longer serves me and what it is that I'm trying to become or who it is that I am? And I, for example, a limiting story might be something like, I can't make myself happy or I can't make money doing something that I love. Um, work is supposed to feel like work. <laughs> um, or nobody will pay me for what it is that I, I love to do. And, and by carrying these stories and, you know, some that are, you know, much harsher than this, by carrying these stories, we, uh, we cut off potential for our future. So when you find one, see if you can rewrite it. And there's a trick here. It's not about rewriting it to something that's completely fantasy based. It's better whenever you're doing rewriting of any part of your life that you rewrite it to something that you can get on board with, to something that feels believable to you. And that might not be the ultimate destination for you. It might not be what you uh, will be able to believe at some point in time or what your story might be 10 years from now or even next week. It is, though, a, um, it is a step forward. It is a step in the right direction. And it develops, you start to develop, you start to practice changing the stories in your life, which when you can do that, when you're aware that you can do that, it can be very powerful. So, 
So see if you have any areas, any things that you've told yourself, uh, stories in your life that maybe you could start to rewrite, even if it's just a little bit, that might help you step into a more empowered place. And then for our last uh, topic for today, for our last uh, category of things that you can shift, um, is letting go of baggage. The pains that we carry around with us, um, the hurts that have happened while we've tried to express our truest and deepest self, um are are hard they're they're hard to come to terms with and they can sometimes be hard to let go of but inevitably as we move towards anything in the course of our life there are going to be some pains along the way um there're going to be people who see the opposite in us from what we want them to see There are going to be times where people use unscrupulous methods, you know, to try to, you know, jockey for position or get ahead. There are going to be times where we don't get support, where we really, really needed support, or we don't get seen, where we really desperately wanted to be seen. And those pains can pile up and can start to weigh us down and hold us back from being able to step into the fullness of who we are. And uh, so we have a choice. And the choice is to either continue to carry them, continue to uh, relive them, Or to find ways to accept what's happened and forgive and move forward. I don't know if um, you caught this, but there was a really beautiful story not so long ago um, on NPR about um, this man whose uh, daughter was killed. And, um, you know, it was heart-wrenching. And he wound up, as he tells the story, you know, um, writing. He wrote back and forth with the killer. And, um, and he went from one phase of a forgiveness deeper and deeper into really being able to fully forgive this person to, um, even developing a, a relationship. And as you watch this trajectory happen, you, you see how, you know, there's this mix of emotions. And there's the very normal and reasonable, uh, emotion in this circumstance of, of anger. 
and um and the sense that you know you want to hold someone accountable in a situation where you feel so helpless and to ultimately keep moving in the direction of forgiveness knowing that um n- knowing that it was what ultimately would set him free and um there's so much to be learned from that story simply because uh it's such an extreme situation um where sometimes we're not forgiving someone for forgetting to call back <laughs> it really puts it in perspective but um you know when you see something like that you realize that oh, the transformation that happened was not about the letting the other person off the hook and letting their behavior be okay, that's entirely different. That's being like kind of numb and shut down. It was about being willing to do the forgiveness work so that it wasn't a burden for him anymore. And if we on our path to realizing our own selves, to connecting to our core, from living our life purpose... If we wind up unable to let go of the bumps and the bruises along the way that may be very, very important to shaping us and may ultimately be the things that make us that much happier and that much more successful. But even if they're not, if we don't give ourselves that opportunity to let go of the most painful and move into that place of understanding, then we limit ourselves. We limit our joy. We limit our capacity to realize our full potential. So challenging in some cases, easier in some of the, of the smaller slights, but very important um, in realizing our potential and being our, our best and, and living our life purpose as powerfully as possible in the world. So I'd like to remind you to go ahead and visit my website, www.katesigner.com. There's a lot of great things that you can sign up for there, um, including what's coming up more recently, which is we are launching a monthly magazine. So uh, June's topic will be all about life purpose. There'll be lots of, lots of rich information, um, as well as some really fun stuff. And so um, you can sign up for that by going into my website at katesigner.com. I want to wish you a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next week and we will go into life purpose in more depth um, as we explore it throughout the month of June. Thank you very much and have a great day. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.